I can make a living from walking in the woods. You can bet I'll be sitting pretty good high on a hill, looking at a field downwind. If I can make a nickel off of turning in bass, never worry about the price of gas. I'll be wheeling and dealing and sitting there reeling them in. Hunting, fishing, loving every day. That's the prayer that a country boy prays. Thank God he made me this way. Hunting and fishing and loving every day. Good morning and welcome to Gone Outdoors. Kyle Agree and Scott Brewer of Brewer Agree Outdoors. Talking hunting, talking fishing, talking just about anything you can do outdoors for the next hour right here on Kello News Talk 1320, 107.9 FM and KWSN 12:30 a.m. 98.1 FM both out of Sioux Falls, South Dakota and the mighty 790 KFGO Fargo 104.7 FM. Today's Gone Outdoors is brought to you by Ray Sport and Marine, your local Lund boats and Bennington pontoon dealer in Moorhead. raysmarinemoorhead.com. Adventure RV across from the fairgrounds in West Fargo your number one RV dealer in the FM area, AdventureRVSales.com. Are you fishing for a snack or gas in Lakes Country? Lakeland General Store is your one-stop shop in the Lakes area at the junction of Highways 59 and 34 in Dunvilla. Devil's Lake Tourism and Linex of Fargo. This is Linex Country, home of the adventurous. It's got talking about being adventurous, uh, we and a few of our uh, comrades here last week we set out on a new adventure that we had never partaken in before. I had tasted it a little bit about six years ago, but uh, for us as a group, this was a first. Yeah, it certainly was. Uh, this time of year, generally, you and I are headed up to Lake Winnipeg to fish in a walleye tournament, our last walleye tournament of the year up there. And it was honestly one of my favorite tournaments of the year every year. Uh, for multiple reasons, one of which is the only tournament you and I get to fish together. Absolutely. Uh, usually we're on the boat on the lakes a lot at the same time, but we're in different boats. So um, this October trip is a time where we get a chance to sit down and fish in the same boat. And we did that again, although we did not go to Lake Winnipeg. Uh, that tournament that we had always fished in the past is no more due to the new regulations up there, they've decided not to hold that tournament anymore. So we were looking for options, and uh, we ended up going out to Lake Skakwea, which was a great, great option, uh, and we weren't fishing for walleyes. Well, for the most part, we weren't fishing for walleyes. We did a little walleye fishing. We did, but, we did uh, a little bit, but yeah. um, only because we needed some to eat. You know, That's and, right. And we can eat salmon, too. We were out chasing salmon around, and we can eat them, but we were looking for something for a fish fry, so we ended up going down to the tail race for one one afternoon and chasing walleyes around. Uh, and here's what the beauty of that is, Scott, is that the area of Sakakawea we were fishing these salmon is right above Garrison Dam. The tail race is right below it. Literally a mile and a half drive, and you're from one boat launch to the other. Yeah, we loaded our boats every day, and we put on, over the course of three days, probably five miles in the truck at the most. At the most. <laughs> it's worked out very well. Um, it was cool in the mornings. I think one morning it was like 33, 34, and windy last Friday. If you guys remember a week ago last Friday, uh, the weather wasn't all that nice. 
Um, but where we were in on Sakakawea, it was in a hidden little bay, a um, lot of salmon in there. And, you know, the most interesting part, I, I loved catching my first salmon, my second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and so on. Yep. Um, but the most interesting part was hanging out with our mentor, Chuck the Reamer, and learning uh, this species, which a lot of us have heard a lot about salmon over the years. A lot of people have studied them in fish form too, um, but they are much different than a lot of the other fish that we normally fish for. And it's just really cool learning that and getting that knowledge. Well, for one thing, these salmon are stocked in Lake Sagakawea by North Dakota Game and Fish intentionally, really for the use of sportsmen and recreational fishing. Thank you, North Dakota Game and Fish, by the absolutely, way. <laughs> absolutely. And, and you know what Chuck taught us was that these fish were put in Lake Sakakawea uh, three years ago. And their lifespan is three years. The ones we were catching. The ones we were catching. Yeah. They put them in, you know, they stock them every spring to, to continue the cycle every year. But the ones we were catching were, uh, they were three years old. They were mature. And when they reach maturity, they do what salmon in other locations do naturally, which is to look for shallow water near the place where they were hatched to go through their reproductive spawning ritual. Well, there's then, no suitable and then habitat. Pass away. And, then, and then they die, right. And there was no suitable spawning uh, areas in Lake Sakakawea, which is why salmon weren't there in, initially, why they're stocked all the time. But we took advantage of the fact that they came up into these shallow bays, and uh, it was a whole lot of fun. Yeah, it certainly was. Uh, we did a couple different patterns. Uh, we did a little bit of casting, which is very popular. There's a lot of people on shore, shore fishing, casting, you know, many different things, whether it's spoons, casting bobbers, casting crankbaits. Uh, we did a little bit of that. Our main pattern where we did our best was with bobbers. Um, and we also did some trolling. We went out to the spillway. Uh, when you drive over the dam there, we were on the lake side of the spillway. And uh, we did some trolling there, and we caught, caught some nice fish there too. So uh, we got to catch them multiple different ways. The trolling thing is fun, but I think it is tough to beat catching a salmon on spinning gear. That is so much fun because they are, it's unbelievable how strong those fish are. You know, they come in a little bit right away, like um, you're thinking, yeah, no big deal. It's like a pike or a, a feisty walleye or something like that. And then all of a sudden they see the boat and they decide, yeah, I, I'm not going there. And, and they don't. Yeah. If you, you know, a lot, a lot of, a lot of our guys in Minnesota like to fish rainbow trout or other types of trout. And if you fish trout, you know how feisty they are for such a small little species. You know, you take that and like triple the weight and they're just as feisty and way strong. And it, it's really interesting, uh, I think, is the fact that those fish, they are literally close to their final days and still have that much power less over the last couple of days, I've been thinking, how strong are they out in the lake? You know, when, when they haven't started to slow down or age, you know, they got to be even way stronger out there. You would think. I don't know if that's true or false, but, uh, you know, you, you have to imagine. Um, when they're living out in the lake, they're living in 60, 70, 80, 100-plus yep, feet of water. 
down quite a ways. People who target them during the summer are targeting them with down riggers and, and trolling in that deep water. But, you know, that, that does put that thought into your head. It was a great experience. And the beauty of Western North Dakota, it's amazing. It's amazing. It was, it was just a, we, I always found myself, and I said this in our Facebook post, toggling between wanting to pull the camera out and yeah. wanting to hold that fishing rod in my hand. And, and there never seemed to be enough time to do, to do both. And, um, Which is a good thing. That's a really good yeah, it, it was an amazing trip. Again, thank you, Chuck Dreamer. Thank you to all the other brewery girl outdoor guys that came along. Can't wait till we choose to do it again. I don't know if we'll do it again next year or not or try another new experience because those new experiences are really what makes it all worthwhile. They're a lot of fun. Absolutely a lot of fun. And talk about a lot of fun. We got a, just a fun, great, entertaining, and informative lineup on today's show, Scott. Uh, Brian Hosick, North Dakota Game and Fish. He's going to talk about the electronic posting option for land in North Dakota and uh, how hunters, landowners, both sides of that equation are using that tool to, uh, to, to help with posting land. We're going to talk to Leanne Klafek. Uh, she is a canine game recovery expert here located uh, not too far outside of the Fargo-Moorhead area. We're going to talk a little bit about using dogs to track deer that have been hit and recover those deer. We're going to wrap up today's show with Joe Henry, a familiar voice, a familiar face uh, to those of you who know him around the area. Lake of the Woods Tourism, we're talking about Lake of the Woods, Rainy River, and his visit to Fargo this coming week for the FM Walleyes meeting. Stick around, folks. We'll be back with a whole lot more on Outdoors. Hunting, fishing, loving every day. That's the prayer that a country boy prays. 